The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, I'm Blair Bathory, and this is the Something Scary Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Whether this is your first time or you're one of the brave souls who join us every week. Love is in the air as wedding season is officially upon us. But while love struck couples are celebrating their nuptials with friends and family, there are those who are not living in such bliss. Some of us are tortured by exes, unrequited love or relationships that ended when one now lives beyond the grave. And then there are those of us who are just tortured by the rituals of a wedding, figuratively, and some literally. So wherever you fall on the list, take care to guard your heart this season, because a broken heart can be deadly. First, a deal too good to be true, followed by deadly lover's quarrel, then the wedding of your nightmares. Finally, in our featured story, Fear of the Dead. But before we get to our stories, I just wanted to say that we would love to have you join our Patreon. We are primarily advertising dependent, but we would all like to be able to do fewer ads, and you can help make that happen by becoming a patron. Patrons get access to patrons-only Discord. Most of all, you will help us keep doing all the work that we do, Visit patreon.com slash snarled. So, want to hear something scary? Deadly wedding season. We've all heard of bridezillas. For them, the wrong choice of anything, including a dress, can transform the wedding into a haunted nightmare not only for them, but for everyone involved. Like in this story, inspired by Colin Austed. Tara was desperate to find her wedding dress. Her wedding date was fast approaching, but everywhere she looked was either too expensive 
or didn't carry the style she was looking for. In a last-ditch attempt, she tried the second-hand store downtown. After almost an hour of flicking through the racks, she found it. It was simple, yet elegant. Hidden in the back of the store, between a faded pink prom dress and an electric blue evening gown, they didn't have a changing room, so she held it up with the hanger around her neck and breathed a sigh of relief. The shade of white was perfect against her skin, and she felt something pulling her toward the dress. She paid the cashier and raced home to try it on for her mother. When she got home and finally pulled on the dress, it clung to her shape as if it was made for her. Once it fell in place, she felt a chill run down her back as if someone was standing behind her. As she looked at herself in the mirror, sure enough, another woman was glaring back at her. Be careful, the stranger whispered, but when Tara spun around, no one was there. However, with no plausible explanation, she chalked it up to pre-wedding nerves. The day of the wedding arrived. Tara was standing before another set of mirrors and admiring herself from all angles. This was the happiest day of her life. But suddenly, the strange woman appeared in the reflection again. She tried to ignore it and focus on the matter at hand. But the strange presence of not being alone grew the closer the time came to walk down the aisle. Tara stood waiting to walk to the altar, but when she dropped the veil over her face, she saw the shadowy figure of the woman before her, and her world went dark. Before long, the music began and everyone watched as the veiled figure came down the aisle. Something was off. Her limbs seemed stiff, but the guests put it down to nerves. When she reached the altar, the groom slowly raised her veil, then stumbled back in fear and shock. Beneath the elegant lace was the face of the other woman Tara had seen in the mirror, the groom's former fiancé. He cried out as his dead love bore down upon him. You said that you loved me and that only death could separate us. She hissed in a raspy voice filled with rage. He'd buried her, grieved her. She couldn't be there. This couldn't be real. His former love smiled and reached out her hand towards him. Now let us join as husband and wife in the afterlife, she said. I take you as my husband, for better or worse. Tara's heart raced with fear. She wanted to scream, but her voice seemed trapped in her throat. Her body had been taken over by this unwanted spirit who was now addressing the groom. She felt the darkness overcome her again, and the guests gasped in horror as the ghostly form left Tara's body and embraced the groom, their lips coming together in a haunting kiss. Suddenly, a powerful gust of wind whipped through the chapel, and with a flicker of lights, the ghostly bride and groom had vanished, leaving behind a sense of dread. Tara was shaken to her core. She noticed a faint glow emanating from a nearby stained glass window. She cautiously gazed at its intricate design, 
The figures depicted in the glass seem to come alive, telling a tragic tale of loss and love, and a beautiful bride-to-be wearing the dress. Her perfect dress had belonged to the groom's former fiancé before she died. Tara realized the dress was cursed, and she'd been possessed. With a surge of determination, she vowed to unravel the mystery of the groom's disappearance, determined to get her beloved back. She sought the help of paranormal experts to locate and release the trapped souls, but no ritual ever worked. The spirit of the groom's former fiancé continued to torment Tara, slowly eroding her sanity and consuming her with an overwhelming sense of despair. Night after night, she was haunted by the ghostly figure, her raspy voice echoing through the halls, gloating. As the days turned into months, Tara became a mere shell of her former self. She withdrew from the world, living in a perpetual state of fear and anguish. One gloomy evening, unable to endure the torture any longer, Tara donned the cursed wedding dress once more, feeling the chill. With tears streaming down her face, the cursed object consumed her, then fell to the ground just as an empty piece of material. News of Tara's tragic demise and disappearance spread throughout the town, leaving a sense of sorrow and bewilderment in its wake. The locals spoke of the cursed wedding dress and the souls trapped within, a cautionary tale that would be whispered for generations to come. Do you think a spirit was really haunting Tara? Or do you think it was her memory of that terrible night that was her undoing? Would you be able to survive that? The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. 
repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Your wedding day should be one of the happiest days of your life. But when not everyone agrees, it can lead to tragedy. This true crime story is inspired by actual events and written by Janine Pipe. Sweethearts Frank Walker and Maude Goshorn were married in a simple ceremony in Montgomery, Missouri on October 5th, 1899. It was a beautiful fall day and the bride and groom were in high spirits. After exchanging vows in front of a small congregation of family and friends, they headed to the large manor house of a relative where a formal celebratory dinner was to be held in their honor. The whole town was happy for the newlyweds, at least so it seemed. The feast was going well, and the guests were enjoying sumptuous plates of food and tankards of ale. Someone had brought an organ and was playing jolly tunes. Maud received many compliments on how beautiful she looked in her lace. Her pretty face flushed with happiness. That was until, most unexpectedly, a shotgun was fired. The shot was close enough to be heard over the organ music and chattering, laughing guest. But before anyone could react, more shots were fired. People screamed in terror as buckshot pellets came through the dining room window, striking the bride, the groom, and a small child. The child was severely injured, but would survive. The same could not be said for the newlyweds. The shooter was an excellent marksman, and both were directly hit in the head. They died upright in their chairs, side by side, man and wife. Only hours after they had uttered the vows, till death do us part, neither realizing just how little time they'd have together and how true that statement had been. While some of the guests tended to the child and dealt with the tragic carnage inside the house, others, including neighbors, who had heard the commotion formed a posse and went looking for the shooter. First, they searched the rest of the property and the grounds that surrounded it, but found no trace of the culprit. Several of the men were armed, and when they heard the sound of more gunfire, they raced toward it. Just outside the main gate of the front of the house, they found another body, but this wasn't another member of the wedding party who had fallen foul of a gunman. This was the gunman. Charles Rankin had been madly in love with Maud Goshorn. Unfortunately for Charles, Maud was madly in love with Frank, and so she rejected him. It seemed that Charles had never gotten over the rejection and heartbreak it had caused and had decided if he couldn't have Maud for his bride, then no one else would either. Yet he also believed he would need to be punished and despite the possibility of going to hell for his sins, he had rigged his shotgun. Using his big toe to pull the trigger, Charles had blown off the top of his own head dying instantly, just like the bride and groom he had so cruelly murdered. A note taking responsibility for the murders was later found in his pocket. It stated that he would be judged in the afterlife for the murders and his own suicide. The town of Montgomery 
was utterly shaken by this event. Although murder was not unheard of in 1899, the callousness of a wedding day slaughter and scandal of suicide was not an everyday occurrence. For decades after it was said upon the anniversary of the shootings, the ghostly echo of gunshots and screams could be heard in the manor house, as well as the faint cries, presumably, of poor Maud, the beautiful bride lamenting her loss. Do you enjoy true crime stories? Do you have any favorites from your own town? If so, send them to us by emailing something scary at snarled.com. When you hear warnings about a haunted place, but decide to step inside anyway, be prepared to confront malevolent spirits for few souls return unscathed. Like in this story, inspired by Ethan. Ethan and Lucas were so happy the day had come for their long-awaited wedding. The couple had chosen an old, majestic mansion on the outskirts of town as the venue for their special day. It was extra special as the mansion had been closed for any events while rumors spread that it was haunted. Ethan and Lucas loved the lore, but didn't believe any of it. They were simply thrilled to be able to secure such a unique space to wow their friends and family. The grandeur of the mansion was undeniable. With its towering structure, ornate chandeliers and sprawling gardens, it seemed perfect for a fairy tale wedding. As the sun began to set, the guests arrived. The air was filled with laughter and excitement as everyone eagerly awaited the arrival of the grooms. Ethan and Lucas exchanged nervous glances as they stood at the entrance of the mansion. The doors swung open, revealing a magnificent ballroom adorned with flickering candlelight. Their eyes sparkled with joy and they entered, oblivious to the dark presence that lingered within. As the evening progressed, the mansion seemed alive, whispering secrets from its shadowy corners. Amidst the excitement, a sudden chill swept through the ballroom, freezing the air and stealing the warmth from the hearts of the guests. The candles flickered violently, casting eerie shadows on the walls. An unsettling silence settled over the room as everyone turned their attention to the grand staircase where a figure emerged from the darkness. A pale woman appeared, dressed in an old-fashioned white gown. Her steps were slow and deliberate, echoing through the ballroom. Gasps of disbelief filled the air as guests recognized the woman as Evelyn Hawthorne, the tragic bride who had perished in the mansion decades ago on her own wedding day. Whispers of fear began to circulate among the guests. But Ethan and Lucas, bound by their love and still skeptical, approached the apparition. They reached out to touch her, but she evaporated into thin air, leaving only a haunting echo in their ears. The couple looked at each other, their hearts pounding, yet determined to wed. Ethan and Lucas pressed on with the ceremony, exchanging heartfelt vows, pledging their love and devotion until death do them part. Just as the officiant pronounced Ethan and Lucas married, the entire mansion trembled 
as if its very foundation had been shaken. A piercing wail echoed through the halls, filling everyone with dread. The apparition of Evelyn Hawthorne materialized once again. Her eyes filled with sorrow and longing. You dare cross into my sanctuary, she cried, her voice a chilling gust of wind. There will be no celebration of love here. Not now, not ever. The room fell into darkness. Ethan and Lucas clung to each other, embracing their love as a beacon of hope. Their bond was a formidable force, and it echoed through the halls, challenging the malevolent spirit. But the darkness fed on their defiance, growing stronger with every beat of their hearts. With a blood-curling scream, Evelyn Hawthorne unleashed her wrath upon the wedding party. Guests scattered in terror, trying to escape the clutches of the vengeful spirit. But the mansion seemed to trap them within its walls. As the foundations continued to shake and furniture and dressing flew about with reckless abandon, Ethan, Lucas, and everyone still able to walk tried to flee. But the mansion's corridors twisted and turned, leading them deeper into its labyrinthine depths. The walls pulsated with a sinister energy, whispering chilling threats in their ears. The grooms found themselves separated from their guest. Desperation filled their hearts when they stumbled upon a hidden room, a forgotten chamber. But instead of sanctuary, here the darkness was at its strongest. Ethan and Lucas clung to each other, tears streaming down their faces as they faced their final moments together. The door slammed shut behind them, sealing their fate, suffocating their spirits. Time seemed to stretch endlessly as the darkness enveloped them. Whispers of regret and sorrow surrounded them, drowning out their feeble cries for help. Their voices faded into oblivion, lost in the abyss of the mansion's tortured past. Weeks turned into months, and the mansion remained eerily silent, holding its secret tightly. The community mourned the loss of Ethan and Lucas. Their love story, now etched into the history of the town, just as Evelyn's had before. The mansion stood as a solemn reminder of the dark forces that had claimed their lives, and the great event space was once again closed. A year or so later, a brave couple ventured into the abandoned mansion, unaware of its sinister history. As they explored its corridors, they couldn't help but feel the lingering presence of something malevolent. Yet there were also whispers cautioning them to turn back, to leave while they still could. And so, the legacy of the mansion endured, perpetuating the chilling urban legend of the couple's ill-fated wedding day, the spirits of Ethan and Lucas, bound by love and lost in the darkness, continued to haunt the corridors, forever yearning for the peace they were denied while protecting others from the same fate. Have you ever heard rumors about the supernatural that you ignored? Did they prove to be true? What was your interaction with them? Tell us your stories by sending us an email at somethingscary at snarled.com.
We must always be aware to avoid encounters with otherworldly spirits. The consequences of coming up against their powers can twist reality and leave us in a state of chaos and despair, like in this true story from Kuwait. Once a renowned wedding singer in Kuwait, Nora had abruptly retired from her career. As rumors spread, she knew she needed to address her sudden departure. Finally, Nora granted a press conference. As the cameras rolled, she told her story. One night, she had received an unexpected call from a woman pleading with her to sing at her daughter's wedding. Nora's schedule was already too busy, so she politely declined. But the woman persisted, saying her daughter adored Nora and her absence would shatter the young bride's heart. Reluctantly, Nora agreed and brought her band to perform a short set during the finale of the extravagant celebration. When they arrived at the large house, Nora and her bandmates were shocked at the crowd. Hundreds of vehicles lined the driveway. The family seemed to have invited everyone they knew. The property was stunning. Twinkling lights adorned the exterior, and the aroma of exquisite food was in the air. A tall woman in dark clothing opened the door, and they were ushered into a room to prepare for their set. But immediately, an unsettling feeling crept over them. Nora jumped when the mother of the bride entered the room. As she extended her hand to greet the woman, she was overcome with dread. The touch felt icy cold, and the hand possessed a scaly texture. Nora shivered. The woman frowned and asked Nora to please start the performance. Nora wasn't the only one picking up strange vibes. That woman is creepy, whispered one of her bandmates. They agreed to finish quickly, then get the heck out of there. As Nora began to sing, the guests flocked to the dance floor. Nora noticed the guests' unusual attire. They were all dressed in outfits from various time periods, as if it was a themed wedding. Yet there was no other indication of this being so. Her fear growing, Nora watched the dancing. As the wedding guests twirled and their garments swirled around them, Nora caught sight of goat-like legs protruding beneath their costumes. These were not ordinary humans, but something far more sinister. Nora stopped singing. She froze as the band's music continued. She was terrified of what would become of them by the end of the night. Her bandmate nudged her, and she started to sing once more, desperate to appear calm. She hoped they could escape unscathed. Suddenly, the call for prayer echoed through the air, and in an instant, the lights extinguished, plunging the room into darkness. Chilling silence enveloped them, and Nora choked back a sob. As the lights flickered, emanating a dim light, Nora's heart sank. One of her bandmates had fainted. Swiftly, the band gathered their unconscious friend and bolted towards their van, desperate to escape, not even bothering to look at the dance floor or the mysterious guest. To their astonishment, the once crowded front lawn stood vacant. Every car they had observed upon their arrival was gone. Overwhelmed by fear, Nora and her bandmates drove away in a frenzied panic. As they sped out the gate, 
they almost ran over an elderly man walking nearby. Making sure he was okay, they apologized, explaining they just escaped an unusual encounter at the manor house. The man's face contorted with shock. In an urgent tone, he berated them, asking if they were out of their minds. Nobody in that neighborhood goes near that house. Everyone here knows that jinns inhabit that cursed place. They were lucky to have escaped with their souls intact. Nora was so haunted by the memory of the ghastly wedding, she shut herself up in her house for days, not opening the door or answering the phone until out of the window she saw one of her bandmates. Unfortunately, they were there to deliver even more bad news. Another member of the band had died unexpectedly. That was it for Nora. She vowed never to sing again. The line between humanity and the supernatural had been irrevocably blurred. If the djinn could be present at something as beautiful and pure as a wedding, they could be anywhere. So after a brief press conference, that was it for Nora. She didn't only leave the public eye, she never stepped foot out of her house again. Because if djinn were real, if they could be anywhere at any time, what else was out there lurking in the shadows, waiting? This week's podcast stories were edited by Sarah Lukasiewicz, Janine Pipe, and Stephanie Strange. Narration by Blair Bathory and Stephanie Strange. Audio edited and mixed by Fitz Harris. Additional audio editing by Calvin Linderman. Art and graphics by Irma Richardson. Produced by Anna Villalavos. Executive produced by Gail Gilman. Music by Sapphire Sindalo and Calvin Linderman. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send me an email at somethingscary@snarl.com. Don't forget to watch the video version of Something Scary over at youtube.com slash snarled. And if you'd like to support the show and everything we do at Snarled, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash snarled. Until next time, my spooky friends, sweet screams. <laughs>